This is In the Know for Monday, September 12th, the 255th day of 2022. There are 110 days left in the year. Good morning, MP. Guiding you through In the Know at K105. I'll let you with Country Station 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Look back on a big weekend in sports, and we'll have the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's beige. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Mm, I'm congested, <laughs> but I'm hanging in there. I got the uh, fall allergy cold mm-hmm. that uh, has set in, but that's okay. I'm working around it. Uh, if you're looking for a side hustle, I have a job for you that you might uh, perhaps enjoy. Okay. It's goose chaser. In oh. in particular, golf course bird chaser. Canadian geese can eat three pounds of grass and leave behind a pound of droppings. I think, uh, I don't know how often that is, uh, a day. They can eat three pounds of grass a day and leave behind a pound of droppings. So as a result, there are golf courses and other areas that will pay people to shoo these geese away. Does being a golf course bird chaser interest you in any way? um, I've actually been a goose chaser before, but I never got compensated for it. Really? Okay. You just, you were doing it on a voluntary basis? Well, yeah. So close to where we live. And then uh, Princess Tiana. She had a crazy goose at her house. Okay. And I would pull up in the driveway and it would like come squawking at you. It would honk at you. Yeah, and you they would finally got rid of it. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Well, it's probably good. But anyway, they can be extremely annoying. He is the five time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. Do, should I ask how you're doing? Should I just keep moving? Huh. Well, right now, it's technology is working very, very slow. So okay. I've struggled this morning as well. So would that you kind of an explanation? Would you like me to just? move on and not ask you about the weekend until we're required to talk about the weekend. Did something happen over the weekend? I'd say two-thirds of of your weekend was terrible. Um, Uh Uh-huh. You know, uh, yeah, uh uh-huh. Long long snappers are important. Remember that. (laughs) Sometimes it bites you, and sometimes Uh it, it doesn't. So, yeah, you had a couple of issues with long snappers this weekend. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, we'll come back to it shortly uh, when we need to. Sam's getting some some technology stuff worked out. Uh, here is the uh, weather-wise to start the week. If you notice this morning, uh, I noticed the lady over there had a sweater on until just a few minutes ago because it's the hint of an early fall today. Temperature lower <laughs> and humidity lower. We won't get uh, much beyond the mid-70s today. Now, don't get too used to it because the warm temperatures will return as we get later in the week. But at least today, it gave you a little bit of a hint of what it may feel like in a few weeks. So it'll feel like fall to start the week. Mainly dry weather this week, warming trend throughout the week. We're going to see uh 
partly cloudy, and we'll see a 20% chance of rain today, high of 75. Partly cloudy, 58 tonight, and mostly sunny, 78 for tomorrow. If you look off in the distance, though, the 80s and 90s come roaring back as we get closer to the weekend. So enjoy the little break. Uh, while it lasted, you know, pretty good weekend. It didn't rain nearly as much as uh, the forecast suggested that it might yesterday, and uh, and even on you know Saturday, people were kind of scrambling on: do we make these changes? Do we not make these changes? And it worked out okay. Most of the world's media this morning is watching the procession of uh, Queen Elizabeth II's uh, hearse with her coffin. It's making the way from uh, there from Bal- Balmora and then uh, lied in rest, I guess, at the castle there in Edinburgh. And then is on the way to a church in Edinburgh and will be there for... Um, sometime the family is marching in procession behind. Now King Charles is there. So the pageantry continues and they are making that procession this morning in a uh, somber regal procession. She moved to Edinburgh yesterday and now I bet they will fly her tomorrow back to, uh, back to London, I believe. So anyway, a lot of the pageantry is continuing. Yesterday, of course, our nation here at home commemorating the 21st anniversary of the attack on our country with the September 11th attacks on um, the U.S. Capitol and on the World Trade Center. Uh, Well, what potentially could have been the U.S. Capitol, but on Washington, D.C., the Pentagon, and certainly the World Trade Centers in New York. Hard to believe that's been 21 years uh, since that uh, since that occurred. You know, last year was the milestone at 20, but for some reason, 21 seems uh, seems even even longer. So, as we vow to n- never forget, lots of ceremonies, especially around the the teams that were. Around Baltimore and uh, New York yesterday with the uh, celebrations of the 9-11 in the, in the NFL with the Sunday kickoff there being it actually falling on, on Sunday. So some of the other news headlines, the, a driver escaped injury when a dump truck overturned in Litchfield Friday morning. The Litchfield Police and Fire Department along with EMS responded to the accident in 900 block of West White Oak Street about 9.30. They found an uh, Edmondson County water system dump, dump truck had been traveling on West White Oak, when the vehicle drove off the shoulder, the overcorrected and resulted in the truck flipping onto its side and came to a stop in the middle of the westbound lane, uh, spilled a load of gravel onto the roadway. The driver complained of leg pain but refused treatment at the scene. No other injuries or so. So anyway, they had to clean that up, had, had a hydraulic fluid leak and got that taken care of Friday morning and then reopened the roadway. A Hartford man has been charged with attempted murder of a police officer after hitting a deputy with a vehicle. This happened Friday morning about 8 o'clock. Detectives in Ohio County observed a 26-year-old Donnie Allen Simpson, who law enforcement knew had multiple arrest warrants, was driving on Highway 231 in Beaverdam. They surrounded Simpson, uh, police being surrounded Simpson, who remained in a vehicle at a business on 231 South in Beaverdam. When they approached, he put the vehicle in gear and struck a deputy's vehicle, a sheriff's deputy with the vehicle. After being struck, the deputy jumped out of the way of Simpson's vehicle as it continued striking a cruiser. Simpson then fled north on Highway 231. They pursued the suspect until he lost control of the vehicle and crashed in a cornfield. He fled on foot, but was soon later after captured. So anyway, that happened Friday morning down in Ohio County. A Murray man 
has been charged with having a Molotov cocktail-style explosive and throwing it in the direction of the students at Murray State on Saturday. Uh, Zach T. Epperson is 19 years of age of Murray, reportedly approached several female students congregating near a housing complex at the southwest corner of the Murray State campus Saturday morning and proceeded to throw the explosive device toward the students. None of the female students were injured, but Epperson suffered burns to his hands before fleeing in a vehicle. State police, with the assistance of the ATF, deployed a um, developed a suspect and charged Epperson with two counts of attempted assault, first degree, one count of possession of a destructive device. Epperson was treated for burns at a hospital, later transported to the Callaway County Detention Center. I didn't hear a motive. Uh, it's a little weird. Or unsure why. It's an odd time of day, too. Saturday morning? It's kind of a... Well, did Murray have a football game, maybe? I don't you know. I don't know. Um, That's what I... Just made me the wonder top, maybe if they, they were gathering. Tailgating or something. I read a story uh, that Bruce Schreiner with the AP did. You know, the, there had been a lot of jockeying recently in the Republican primary for governor. You know, entering election season next year, the uh, Republicans will have to whittle down a, a busy race down to one candidate to send forward to face then uh, now Governor Bashir in in Frankfurt. That will take place, you know, a year from now is when we be really getting into that hot and heavy. But one of the things that stood out to me from this Bruce Schreiner story is if you're looking, if you ever look at a leader whose entire administration has been riddled with chaos and tragedy, it would be one Andy Bashir. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, most leaders had to, uh, most leaders went through the, the COVID season. Mm-hmm. But then you layer in a couple of Western and Eastern tragedies over the top of that. And if you think about it, really, Andy Bashir's entire uh, his in, his entire term has had this tone of um, consolation to it. You know, everything has had this. There have been a few blips with Ford SK or some of those wins that they can celebrate. But his administration, not not that he's necessarily causing the dark cloud, but everything seemingly has involved tragedy or loss or fear or unknown. It will be interesting to see what voters in Kentucky, how they regard Andy Bashir when given a chance to vote for him a year from now. Like when you open it up to the general election and everybody gets a chance to vote for either candidate, it will be interesting, whoever the Republican candidate is going to be, it will be interesting to hear what Kentuckians say to Andy Bashir in looking back at his four years. Yeah, see how much really that DNR play because, I mean, he's been dealt a crap hand. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he was inaugurated December 2019 and three months later. Yeah. So I, uh, I I will be I will be interested to hear. I know what a lot of people say. And during COVID, you know, Andy this and King Andy and da 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 da. No, no. When I, every other governor in the state in the nation was doing the same, thing. they were all trying to figure it out. And his playbook, you know, the way that he's been able to. Um, I don't no one say thrive. He's been able to persevere in a in an R state being a democratic leader. He has kind of the attention of some of the other people some other people around the country going, how is he managing to do that? So, but 
to his credit, he has been able to, during times of tragedy, when when tornadoes ripped through Graves County and through western Kentucky, they didn't jump back and forth on the side of the street going, oh, that person's a Trump person. Oh, that person's a Bashir person. Or, oh, that person is a, is a this. Or this person is a liberal. Or this person is a conservative. It didn't discriminate in any way. It wiped out everyone equally. And likewise, in eastern Kentucky, the flooding was the same way. It didn't stop. It didn't stop, you know, on the side of the street, depending upon your politics. And so it, in a unique way, it has given Andy Bashir a chance, at least when it comes to dealing with the people of Kentucky, not necessarily the legislature, but when dealing with directly with the people of the of the state, he has been able to kind of set aside those political labels and and be involved, you know, in those in those tragedies. So it's interesting. It will it will serve as a really good political science lesson at some point in time in the future for uh, for our state and for Andy Bashir specifically. Something happened on Saturday, which is worthy of celebrating. We were talking on Friday during the Cougar Sports Report about the fairgrounds frenzy mm-hmm. on Saturday in Hardin County. And there's a, there's a new record holder at Grayson County High School as of this morning. Yes, Sam? No, record holder at, at the fairgrounds frenzy. But, but it, like, the, fairgrounds. the course. But, the course but record. We so that's from everybody one Grayson that's ever County run. into yeah. another Grayson County. Yeah, but it was that's at the anybody that's ever raced at that track, at that course at the fairgrounds, uh takes in all of the records and, and now Peyton Nash has the record taking it from Brett Crawford. Does and anybody do, talk do, to Brett to see how he I, feels about it? I don't know. Okay. Uh, but eight seconds. And that's that's a hefty Shattering by a, a record, and wow. Peyton came very close to getting <laughs> under 16, which is always a really, really strong showing. So he picked up first place overall, and uh, Houston Brooks also uh, had a strong finish as well. I don't, you have the story in front of you. I don't remember. Would it be fair to say that he ran in a frenzy? I would say so. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but the Cougar boys had a good, strong overall finish as well. Yeah, and now they're going to Tom Sawyer State Park next week. Yeah, the Valkyrie something uh, invitational. Ooh, Flight of the Valkyries. They need to play that while they're running on their uh, earbuds. Uh, that would be good. Tiger Valkyrie or something like that. Not such a good trip to Butler County on Friday night, Sam. Is is there such a thing? Well, I mean, you come out with a win. <laughs> yeah, at least no. is like. You know, the, don't your, your don't nose. read into that score. It was a lot closer than that. Okay. I mean, it was it was twenty one to thirteen late in the game, and Butler County scored two touchdowns at the end uh, to, to open it up even more. So it was a lot closer of a game. I think that uh, the Cougars have some things to to build upon. I saw Breckenridge County scored thirty points, mm-hmm, but had, gave up fifty four. Yeah, they hadn't scored yet going into into that game against Anderson County, right? Yeah, Anderson County is who they played. Uh, Graves County lost to Bullet East the other night, so they'll be waiting for the Cougars on Friday night. Uh, I saw Hancock County blanked the Wildcats 50 to nothing. That's not a surprise. Yeah, no. uh, Hancock, Hancock County, County 50, Edmondson County 0. Hancock County is really good. McLean County defeated Muhlenberg County 43 to 14. And does this surprise you? Owensboro Catholic defeated Owensboro 21 17. I, I, that's one of those games people are always like, it's a surprise, but it's like Grayson County, Edmondson County. The best team doesn't always win. Yeah. You know, and it was at Owensboro Catholic. You get into the rivalries and all of that. The other team wants to win more than the other one. It's, it's, it happens. I had really been trying to temper 
my enthusiasm for UK football going into uh, they really hit some milestones the last few years. You look at Mark Stoops, Stoops' body of work, really taking the program to different levels that it hasn't been before. And I have worked really hard trying not to use my UK basketball fandom and expectations and project that onto UK football. I can't expect that they're going to win 10 games every year and that they're automatically going to be vying for the SEC championship game, etc. So I had said, okay, you know, lost a lot of talent last year, especially from the offensive line. Let's just not get carried away about going to Gainesville and coming away with a victory. But I am so impressed with UK going to the swamp. They have now won three out of five over Florida after for most of my life not even being able getting run off the field 72 to nothing a lot of years. Um, what I'm most impressed about is that this is no longer a program that has to play perfectly to figure out a way to win. They can play through adversity like snapping the ball over your punter's head leading to a safety, but you can come back and shut out a Florida team from that point forward and be victorious. And I just, I can't say for Mark Stoops to pass Bear Bryant to get a 61st win at UK in Florida, in the swamp, you know, at Florida, in the swamp is just, it's remarkable. I'm so happy for them and uh, where the program has, has come from and where it is now. Yeah, Dinky had a good catch too. Yeah, that was uh, uh, going over shit. top of the of the defender and twenty six sixteen. Cats are number nine now. That's that's. I just liked it that you know Kentucky scored Florida's last points yeah, the with safety, that safety uh-huh. to go from forty. So they uh, shut down Anthony Richardson too. He's a good absolutely. player. Absolutely. Well, he that, was a non factor. When you have a four hundred fifteen pound nose guard, who by the way wears twenty one, which is really funny looking, but. Football is a game of leverage, but eventually a 415-pound guy gets tired. Yeah, is that for Florida? See, yeah. I didn't get to watch the game because I was on air. Yeah, you were you uh, were doing center, but yes. he eventually you I got just, to listen he eventually to the last gets, He eventually quarter. gets tired, but anyway, it. Uh, so the Cats should roll into Ole Miss in a couple of weeks at being undefeated. And, well, you hope so. I mean, you, you hope would, so. You would think they're going to host Youngstown State. The on, fighting, you know, their Saturday. nickname, right? No, I do not. The Mar- fighting Mark Stoops is the He's fighting from Penguins. The fighting Penguins. Well, they're the Penguins. Good. Youngstown State Penguins. Cats are in the top ten in both polls for the first time in week two in long, long time. But there are four teams from the SEC. So teams one and two, Georgia and Alabama, and then teams nine and ten. Arkansas. Arkansas and Kentucky at nine and ten in there. So the U of L persevered and came back after a deficit in the first half, and they defeated Central Florida on Friday night, the fighting Gus Malzons. The Cardinals will now host Florida State on uh, Friday evening. Twenty to fourteen Gosh, another was another Friday game for them. Was their Those... victory. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, like college football on Fridays. I don't like college football on Fridays either. Did you see Eastern Kentucky won in seven overtimes? They won 59-57, beat Bowling Green. And that's without their coach, too. Yeah. it's Because it's, uh, Walt Wells had the heart attack. Um, oh, yeah. So that's that's what makes it even more impressive. But, yeah, 59-57, and it's, that's crazy. And then the NFL kicked off yesterday. I... Sam, I, 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 I watched the, the Steelers Bengals game for a while and then uh, fell asleep and woke up in overtime. And whew. a long snapper is important. I mean, that's that's the thing. If the Bengals' long snapper doesn't get hurt, they win. Losing is one thing, though, but you hate to lose to that, that team. Yesterday. I don't even yeah, mention that team. Yeah, no. It's the worst. She's happy. 
the worst fan base in the world, too. We've got to get to a break. <laughs> Steelers victorious yesterday. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. There was another big win at Grayson County High School over the weekend. We'll tell you about that coming up here next on In the Note. Today is Chocolate Milkshake Day. Today is National Video Games Day today. And it is a National Day of Encouragement Day today. So encourage someone by buying them a chocolate milkshake. <laughs> and say, here, I want to. Or a video game. What, uh, well, what video game would you like, Sam, if you're, if you're asking for a video game? You have um, one in particular you'd like to have? I don't play many video games that much anymore. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I can't answer that. She would say Legend of Zelda, I would imagine, is what she's going to say. Yeah, but I have that one. And, and older, that's, that's an older game. Oh, yeah, no. You have that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it. I mean, I'd have to sit back and think about if I had any games on my Wii that I'd want back. <laughs> we also want to say uh, congratulations to the uh, Grayson County Cougar. I'm trying to find some audio for you today, but um, it's not being uh, not being friendly. Uh, the uh, Grayson County High School Marching Cougar Band went to um, went down and won at um, Franklin Simpson and won uh, Grand Champions on Saturday and then got a big uh, welcome home Saturday night. So uh, congratulations to them starting off the season uh, in uh, championship fashion and fire and ice that's the name of the, is that what it is that's the name of the show this year are you more fire or are you more ice sam it depends are you on the team day. fire or are you team okay depends gotcha. on the day honey you got a particular you're going to be team fire or team ice um i'm probably more fire okay that's all right when you chill out you'd be fiery and then you can and then you can do, i don't know you can chill out do you have a bagpipe solo in it <sighs> no it's a touchy subject uh, so just <clears throat> when are the bells? Uh, we haven't seen them in a while. I wasn't sure if you had any plans to talk to them. I'd say they'll be here in a couple of weeks. I'll For bet Twin I'll, Lakes. I'll bet right after fall break okay. that they are uh, that they are here. Um, he, here's here's the other thing that I'll mention about uh, since you brought it up, Sam. I can't be I can't be um, I can't be criticized for belly aching about it since you brought it up, but. The day of the Twin Lakes marching classic, there I'm I'm missing a UK football game in order to do the marching classic. Mm-hmm. So if there was ever a year where I felt like I could leverage my hardship into uh, bonus pork chop sandwiches and then also a bagpipe solo, this is the year. Because I think they're just going to say that you just get into the room <laughs> of crockpots again. That's your yeah, ticket. That's true. Yeah, good could do that but but it's it's true i am i am missing a uk football game in order to do it shows you my love of cougar band Mm -hmm. so just want everybody to be want to be aware well it'll be your first the world's world's tiniest violin Uh is playing because they feel really bad for me (laughs) you get to experience a brand new press box too oh yeah i was thinking about that uh i was thinking about when i was watching the video of their performance i was thinking oh yeah new new digs for the twin lakes marching classic and will it be Extra adequate space for concessions and food. Can I have my own row of crock pots there in my? Well, I don't. I, I don't know. There, there might be. I mean, it's bigger than what it has been in the past. All right. I don't know where they'll put judges though. This is uh, this is 
Honeyfest season. So a lot of people are in Honeyfest mode and they might be working on their poster contest. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh dear, yes. Uh, Alea has been in full beekeeping uh, I don't know, costumery is not is not accurate. We are in full on learning mode. So they're learning at school uh-huh. um, because the Honey Fest is not just about the parade and the rides and some of that. There's a reason that we have the Honey Fest. Sure. So, um, yes, we we have been learning about bees. We visited bees. So she went to she went to Sunfish last week mm-hmm. on a field trip to Aunt Debbie's. Yes. And got to actually put on the bee. Like, yes. Like where where yes. where the net where the hat where the <laughs> gloves where the everything and then after we complete the the poster it's due uh, this Friday I will give Sam some photos of her in the complete gear and it's uh, it's super cute okay all right looking forward I've I've seen a sneak peek of a few of them yeah. that's true mm-hmm. they are the reason I thought so here we are in B B season beekeeping season I didn't know that Queen Elizabeth II was a beekeeper in fact each of Queen Elizabeth Elizabeth's beehives was informed of her death. So she's the queen. She's the queen bee. So they had to go tell the hives that the, the queen. <laughs> who's, whose job was that? It's gone. I, you know, they've got one of those guys mm-hmm. in fancy hats that mm-hmm. basically says, okay, your job is to go tell the bees. Mm-hmm. And good luck on not getting stung. Who, who told the corgis, though? Well, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you mentioned the corgis. I've had people asking, who gets the corgis? Because she's, you know, mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth was... Well, didn't they make a movie about her corgis? Yes. Well, they're certainly writing a book about her corgis. I don't know. If, maybe I maybe there a was movie. an animated movie about them. Maybe. I'm unaware of it, but they certainly could have. Apparently, Andrew and Fergie are getting the corgis. Good. Is well, Andrew... Good. Is Andrew capable of taking looking after corgis? I would assume so. And I here's mean. the other thing: are how old are these corgis? I think she's had more than she's me. had many, uh-huh. many. Corgis. Well, but how old are these? I mean, they can't be that hard to look at. Uh, she's got a bunch of them, though. I mean, she bred them. Uh, um, she's got corgis and dorgies. She got her first corgi when she was a little little, little girl. She and Margaret. Yeah, um, were little, and then she got one for her 18th birthday that was, uh, the one she got for her 18th birthday ended up siring, not siring, damning many, many, many generations of the corgis. And then they crossed the, her corgis with dachshunds and made dorgies. And so this was, they would say that, they they said that she would breed the corgis when she during bad times because she wanted puppies around because they made her happy. Mm-hmm. But then she was very str- her horse racing line is a multi million dollar industry, so she was very um, uh, or at least an operation. But I didn't know Andrew and Fergie are still a thing. I thought Fergie hit the bricks a long time ago. Is it Fergie from Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> Different Fergie, different London Bridge. Um, just so not to be confused. But so I, I guess it is to say Fergie's getting the corgis. Fergie's corgis. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find out how old these, these dogs are. I, I did find out that her first ever corgi was named Crackers. Yeah, I did but find the second out. one had a girl's name, and it was now I can't remember. And there was a movie about her corgis. There was. Too. I did see that uh, a couple of years ago, an animated film. Interesting. So the Queen's Corgi. You know that you know that there's a breed of dog called the King Charles Spaniard. Spaniel. 
like some type of King Charles Sparrier Spaniel. I know, Rick, a Cocker Rick, Spaniel. Rick Burgess had one, and I just, does it have anything to do with, it has, surely has to do with the Royals, doesn't it? I would assume so. I would, I would think so as well. Sam, are there lots of, uh, lots of household arguments at your place? <laughs> lots of arguments I mean, on your... As, as my grandma would say, who lived alone as well, she'd say that uh, she'd always get in arguments with the old lady that she lived with. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it, can, it can happen. I ran across a list of the top 30 most common household arguments for cohabitating couples. Oh, dear. I don't know if, if Andrew and Fergie, if they... Mm-hmm have any of these or not maybe 31 is who lets the corgis out mm-hmm. you 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 number the 30 Bahaman. how to manage the bills properly at number 30 so of the top 30 most common household arguments for cohabitating couples number 29 what to do with the spare room number 28 how to socialize with partners friends 27, who is responsible for getting the groceries? We know who's getting the groceries in our house. Yes, we do. This guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the people that pack it up for you, right? (laughs) Yep. Except for this past week. Pull into the parking lot. Oh, yeah. They didn't do so well. No. Oh, no. They got a D minus. Yes, they did. Number 26, inviting people over without consulting you first. Number 25, the amount of sports they watch. Gee, I wonder which gender is responsible for that. Number 24, not making enough effort with each other's family. Number 23, how loudly they listen to music. Number 22, not flushing the toilet. Oh, come on now. Number 21, how to decorate the house. What film TV series to watch. Who is cooking the evening meal. Making plans without checking your free first. Not unloading, not loading, unloading the dishwasher. Leaving plates to soak for ages before washing up. How much time they spend on their phone. Leaving dirty plates in the sink. Not taking the trash out. Leaving crumbs on the side. Not listening. So those are the top 20. Here come the top 10. Number 10, not making the bed. Number 9, not dusting properly. Number 8, dropping crumbs in the bed. Number 7, leaving dirty clothes on the floor. 6, not squeegeeing the shower door glass wall after shower. And this is number what? This is number six. Oh, good gracious. Not you know, squeegee. My, my parents, they squeegee theirs because I know that the mm. room that I sleep in at their house backs up to their shower. So you for can one, hear the squeegee. Yeah. So, well, the first time I ever heard it was was just <laughs> and wondering what that sound was. I have only squeegeed a shower one time in my entire life, and that was last summer. We traveled to a place, and we rented a place, and that was one of the house rules was to please squeegee the mm-hmm. the shower door. Was it like a glass door? Yes, uh-huh. it was. And so that it made sense, but that uh, would be an indicator that uh, we've never had glass, solid glass doors mm-hmm. or transparent glass doors on the shower. Now, that may change, but... Are you surprised, honey, that that's the number six argument? I am, but if at some point in time that we have said shower glass doors, I'm sure if you had, we're going to have to have a discussion, I suppose. Yeah, if you had one, then it'd probably be something that would have to be discussed. I'm not a squeegeeer. Uh, it sounds like you're already kicking the squeegeeing over to this side of the room. Uh-huh. 
Uh oh. Is there an Irona? Is there an Irona for squeegee? I don't know. Uh, looks like uh, so far we've not hit anything on this list. No. So. Uh, looks like we might have one coming soon. I know, right? <laughs> Number five. Who's Stay turn? Tuned. Whose turn it is to clean the floor? Uh, I know how to take care of that problem. Irona, right? You just hire Irona. <laughs> Number four. Starting but not completing the housework. Number three, not putting dishes away. Number two, leaving the toilet seat up. And number one, leaving lights on around the home. Those apparently well, are the top three. I know that one would get to you, but that'd be more kids, wouldn't it? <coughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just, I mean, I, you know, it's, I did, I did, we did get this comment too. I'll, I'll make sure before we completely move on here in a transition. Apparently, Andrew gave the queen those two corgis after Philip died. Yeah. So that probably would presume as to why he's getting them back, I guess. Two corgis, though. Uh-huh. She has more than two, doesn't I think she, she had four at one point, yeah. so maybe... I thought at one point she had a bunch, mm-hmm. um, but that's... I, I don't I don't know. So I, yeah, I I'm still pretty sense. impressed with us. Yeah, I don't... I mean, no, I, I look at those and I go, huh? Of course, I don't know what I would put on the list. So that's... Right. If you lose any of the 30 arguments, though, you, all, all of yous, not, not any mm-hmm. you in particular... I might offer to you the world's oldest RV is up for auction. (laughs) You can park it in the driveway or wherever you might like. It's based on a 1914 Model T. Think of it a little bit like, you know, the gypsy wagon in the gypsy wagon in the Wizard of Oz when Dorothy goes and... And so they have the yes. caravan, uh-huh. and the people are up in the back of it. They basically took a Model T, and they built something that's kind of shaped like a school bus mm-hmm. on its frame. It looks like the old Grayson County High School press box put up on some wheels. It very much does look like the Grayson County High School press box put on a 1914 mm-hmm. Model T. It would make a really good, like, roll-around chicken coop. It probably doesn't have air conditioning either. It probably it probably does not, but it has, you know, about what you would expect. It's very squared huh. off, has an arched ceiling, and I could see some people deciding to to live in that. I mean, I, I you, know, you, you could live worse places. You you definitely could live worse places. So it seemed like it's a kind of an okay, an okay thing. But uh, I'll, I'll pass. I'll just stay in the house if, if that's all right with everybody else. <laughs> Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got today's water cooler question. Your chance to win. Coming up, you're on in the know. I'm coming on home tonight. Did you know? In 1920, Babe Ruth outhomered every other American League team. It doesn't surprise me. Nin- different game. Yeah, 1920, Babe Ruth had more home runs than all the other teams in the American League. Um, Very different game back then. I'm wondering. So I know you know Judge is closing in on 60. So I don't know what some of the other teams are at. Oh, I, I can't imagine he's even remotely in the same. Doesn't seem like it. No. It would be possible. To... All right. Here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win by texting your answer to 270-259-6000. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Got your choice of uh, theme park tickets today. Five in 100 mothers say they craved this when they were pregnant. 
five in 100 mothers say they craved this while they were pregnant. What is it? 270-259-6000. Text the answer. Five in 100 mothers say they craved this when pregnant. Did you ever hear me say this? No. Okay. Is it something I eat? It is not something you eat. <laughs> Less places the tigers with the 88 to put things into perspective. So I guess tigers I mean, it's, have 88. Yeah. Which I guess it's not like it's that far away, but. At the weekend box office, Barbarian is the top film. Amid the, amid the uh, late summer box office doldrums, Barbarian at ten million, Brahmastra Part One at two, Bullet Train at three, Top Gun Maverick at four. There no, no, there's nothing in the theaters right now. Doldrums is right. The Mandalorian Season 3 trailer finds the Mandalorian living his best life. Now, for those of you that don't follow the story, you might remember at the end of Season 2, the Mandalorian was asked a very specific question, and he had a moment of conflict on whether he was going to be honest with his answer. And the answer then dictated something very important for subsequent sequences. So it will be anxious to see how the Mandalorian might look slightly different or was it who was your father? Not exactly that. Hmm. So Uh, do you not know the answer? Oh, I do know the answer. answer. I'm trying to be sensitive to Uh to be to be or not to be. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to communicate with the if you know you knows Uh without ruining it for those who may eventually get Uh to it. Well, I'm not going to, so don't worry about it. (laughs) Believe it or not, I'm not solely doing the show for your benefit. Well, (laughs) I can I can also say I can also say that uh, she probably is not in the realm of wanting to. I was sitting over here agreeing with you, Sam, (laughs) but apparently you know he's not doing the show for us. (laughs) But two v one. One, right? <laughs> what? Outmatched, right? Two uh, versus one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. The Little Mermaid, hey, uh, Hallie Bailey makes a splash in the first trailer. So because of the D23 Expo last week, it was Disney Plus Day, and then the D23 Annual Expo, the Little Mermaid, uh, the Little Mermaid reboot <laughs> is making waves thanks to its eerily beautiful visuals and stunning voice of Halle Bailey as when, Ariel. When I read this, I when I read the headline, I read it really quick, and you can probably assume what I thought mm-hmm. I read. Yeah, Halle, Halle Berry. Because uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I first, I was like, well, that's, that's kind of interesting. I was. Uh, yeah, you who, don't who like else? her, do you, hon? I do not care for her. Who else is in, like, who's playing Ursula? Do they know? And I do not have the cast list. But um, how, where are we? As, as a family who holds the Little Mermaid in such oh, high regard, where do we, where, where are we on this? Are we okay? I, I mean, my, my gut reaction is, ugh. Um, Because I am and, and, well, I know at least two of the girls are are big Ariel fans. I've I've also not been a fan of the redos when they're not animated. So whatever you call that, the live whatever action, whatever that is. I don't like those. So would I try it? Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. 
Really? Well, that makes it a little bit better. That'd be good. Yeah. I think she, I mean, that's a tough role to play. So here's what I would say to your point of what you just said. We went to see the Beauty and the Beast remake, live action remake. Yes. And I thought it was very good. It was good. But it in no way replaces the original. Like no. there, there's nothing about it where when you go, you want to watch Beauty and the Beast. Which one? If, if I, I'm not good, I just want the original. Yeah, just show me the animated because that's what I'm going to think of. Now, I don't mind that they've spun that they've done these in addition to, but for me, they will never replace. Well, original. I'm hoping to introduce Alea to Pinocchio through the the new one mm-hmm. because I can't seem to get her on board with the animated Pinocchio. Because mm-hmm. she wants to grow up and be a real girl, though. She doesn't want to grow up and be a real boy, <laughs> true. which is part so of the So we may try that one. Now, I did hear you have a uh, some type of physical response, whether it was gasp or shock or excitement or glee or something. When I noticed you looking at your device last night to the idea of the new trailer for Santa Clauses. Yes. So the first trailer for Disney Plus's Santa Clauses series has come down the chimney. This apparently excites you. It does. I love Tim Allen. Um, I love the the Santa Claus movies. Yep. Um, I mean, they're not in my top five of Christmas, maybe. <laughs> One of them might hit top, you know, in the top five. But, um, yes, I'm excited for this. So this comes, it will drop November 16th. Mm-hmm. It is a series. Also to the delight of my guess is many a young woman and maybe even many a middle-aged woman. Hocus Pocus 2 trailer is casting a spell over Disney's D23 Expo. I've not ever watched Hocus Pocus all the way through, but I do understand that it's very popular with women of a certain really age. You've never seen it? I've oh never seen Hocus goodness. Pocus. Even with Taylor? It is so good. Wow. Yes, I, I actually have um, the date written down, and it's already Hocus Pocus 2 is already added to my watch list. Yeah. I'm sure Anna yes. likes Hocus Pocus 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I know it's a big hit in the family. I just, truth be told, I don't like bad men. Um, I, I don't. There's just something about it. I don't. I don't well, know. You might like her in this because her teeth are just hideous. Maybe. So. Inside Out. Amy Poehler and Pixar explain why they're making a sequel, and it's been top secret. I'm looking forward to this. I don't know how they're going to do it. Whether it's still Joy, who is the main character, or but I really liked I really liked how they did. I mean, I think Bing Bong is completely underrated as a character. So I haven't seen the first one. It's, it's really it's, really it's, good. It's, it's really good. I think it's just it's the very way. Provoking. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it just really kind of gets you inside the human psyche mm-hmm. in a very childlike yes. way. And uh, it's it's good. And for those of you concerned that you're going to miss Elton John's final show in the United States, fear not. Disney Plus will be streaming the final United States show and performance from Elton John's final Elton John, the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Tour. Okay. So it'll be coming up uh, later this year. You'll be able to watch it uh, somewhere in California. Like LA or something? No, yeah, Dodger Stadium, November 20th. Oh. Will be uh, Elton John's final U.S. show. And you'll be able to watch it if you have a Disney Plus subscription. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, tell you if we have a water cooler question winner. Or we'll have a chart topper's point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, and more coming up here on In the Know. Most guys know what to do with a hole in the wall. You patch it, right? 
but what do you do when the hole is a dad-shaped wound in your soul? Hi, this is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. When I was 11, I moved back in with my bio dad. It had been six years since his arrest for threatening to kill my mom in a drunken rage. Maybe he's changed, I hoped, but he hadn't. His drinking was as bad as ever, and when he became suicidal, I had to bail out. Four months later, my father was dead. How do you patch a hole like that? More importantly, how do you meet the challenge of being a father when you've never had a dad to show you the way? Well, I started by finding some mentors. My high school football coach was a great role model. So was my first boss. Even if you're already an adult, you can learn from the men around you what a good dad should look like. I also worked to turn my negative experiences into positive ones. When I think of the ways my father let me down. It reminds me that I don't ever want to let my boys go through the same stuff I did. And that helps me to stay strong. Guys, no matter what holes your father left in your life, you can move forward and give your kids the father they should have and the one they need. For more help building a thriving family, visit FocusOnTheFamily.com. I'm Jim Daly. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over limit charges and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-990-6976. Can you repeat that? 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. I grow corn and beans, and I raise cattle. What I do is good for people, good for Kentucky. And what I don't do is good for the environment. I don't let fertilizer, chemicals, manure, or good farmland run off into the creek. And you know what? Turns out that also makes me more productive and more efficient. If you're a farmer, develop an ag water quality plan. It's never been easier. Go to eec.ky.gov slash agwater to find out how. Where there ain't no trees And that gospel group Telling you and me it's love MB's point to ponder for today Are you all aware that there is a UPS strike looming? Oh dear No, I think I missed that The last time there was a UPS strike was 1997 I would imagine it was inconvenient in 1997. Yeah, but nothing. But 25 years later, wow. we can't live through a UPS strike, can no. we? Mm-hmm. Like, we thought, I mean, sure, we can live through COVID. <laughs> I don't know if we can, I don't know no. if we can live through a UPS strike. No, I, 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 we're almost going to put our, our driver on the website as an employee. <laughs> right. <laughs> there was a period of time when mm-hmm. it's gotten a little bit, it's gotten a little bit different. I'll, here's what's changed. You, uh, 
lot of the carriers have put in so much have put so much more emphasis back on the USPS. You know, it used to be the the things that we're expecting our mail delivery people to deliver now that are not they would never fit inside a mailbox. I don't care how big your mailbox is. So the expectations we have for them now has reduced some of the. I mean, yeah, I I, I mean, I used to have between Bob and Rick. You know, my man dancing Rick, God rest his soul. You know, we we had their cell phone numbers. Like, hey, I was mm-hmm. looking for da 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 da. And so, yeah, I don't think I don't think we can I don't think we can withstand no uh, UPS. Strike. Meet their Listen, demands. If they please. want if they want shorter shorts, give them to them. Right. If they want knickers instead, <laughs> give them to them. I don't right. care if they want full length pants, give them to them. Yeah. I, I, if they want cargo pants, if they, if they want they, a door, if they want the little carpenter's belt loop on the you know loop on the side, give them that. That's give them the right. key to the building. That's yeah, absolutely mean, absolutely. Please. Um, so I read through the list of uh, respondents. Five in one hundred mothers said they craved this when pregnant. There were a bunch of uh, choices. There were a bunch of offerings, but no one said. Remember, it was five of one hundred. That means mm. ninety-five did not. Five in one hundred women said toothpaste. They mm. craved toothpaste when they were pregnant. No, I didn't want That's interesting. You said, you, so the reason I paused, you said, do I eat this? <laughs> and I was saying, no, you don't eat this. And I don't think people do, but it doesn't mean that you can't. Right. So when you, your dilemma was, well, if it's not something I eat, I can't. I'm like, well, I mean, you well, don't you don't eat this, but so in that vein, I did put paper or glue. Okay, right, because some people like some people eat paper. We did have the guess of dirt. Oh, okay. People mm. craving you know dirt, to earthy and minerals. There's uh-huh. like hardly anything that I if. Well, tomato soup I don't care for, but other than that. Well, that's why when you said, "Boy, there's nothing that I there's nothing that I won't eat." Because I've even like, came well, around to it's onions. It's not really it's not really something you should eat, but it's not something that will hurt you if you do. Similarly, <laughs> dirt. Did you see the kid at the LSU game? The I drunk LSU kid walk onto the Well, have you I seen saw, it now? I saw the a uh, picture, yeah. That he just walked onto the field. Yeah, and he didn't. He had no idea where he was. I mean, he just seemingly he just. What, you he saying was, he might have had an apple juice? He had several. Uh, and then, did you see where the Bears got a penalty? So yesterday, before there was a absolute downpour at Soldier Field yesterday, and they were using squeegees to dry out the sports turf. But then, when it came time to kick a field goal, they went out there and used a towel to try to dry off the spot that apparently is illegal in the. NFL. Interesting. And so the Bears got a very rare penalty in that regard. So thought it was kind of interesting. Today's uh, what's on television tonight? We're actually up to date on Big Brother. We usually stay at least one or two days behind, mm-hmm. but uh, we're uh, we're on track today. We're oh, caught up. Monday Night Football. You get the Peyton and Eli option if mm-hmm. you want to do that. But then on uh, ABC, and it will be, or I guess it's actually on ESPN. No, they might actually. Are they doing I it on both? That, I think tonight? that they're Does doing a couple of games this year on ABC. So it'll be the Broncos at Seahawks. So Russell Wilson, new Russell Wilson at old Russell Wilson. Uh-huh. And on Fox, the season one finale of Don't Forget the Lyrics over on NBC, the 74th Emmy Awards. Oh, I'm also feeling very accomplished because she and I, as she's yawning, we stayed up late. <laughs> um, I'm always yawning. Well, right on cue. We stayed up late 
finishing finally This Is Us. Did you series. actually finish it? Yes. Because you rolled over. Yeah. Where uh, you just was, your ear was to it. Yeah, okay. I was right. I was I was trying yeah, to run out the clock in my mind. Finished it. Actually, Woo-hoo. Like, wow, feeling accomplished. Today's highlight in history, this day nineteen seventy seven. South African black student leader and anti apartheid activist Steve Biko died while in police custody. In nineteen thirteen, Olympic legend Jesse Owens was born in Oakville, Alabama. Bonanza premiered on NBC this date nineteen Birthdays today. Linda Gray is eighty two. Sue Ellen Ewing is eighty two today. Nina Blackwood is seventy. Josh Hopkins, fellow Kentuckian, is fifty two today. His sister is Shay. Jennifer Nettles is 48 today. Two chains is 45 today. Wonder how old he'll be before he gets his third chain. <laughs> will he get will he get a third chain for no, his birthday he, today? He's, he's got always be full chains. up on chains. Uh-huh. Ruben Studdard is 44. Jennifer Hudson is 41. Kelsey Ballerini is 29 today. It's American Idol there. Yep. Um well, and she over there saw Jennifer Hudson's new promo for on WLKY for her new talk show, and I could tell it was must-see television. Mm. She said, ooh, let me see Jennifer Hudson's talk show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> George Jones, born in 1931. <laughs> Barry White, born in 1944. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1955. Maybe. Chuck Berry, number one. Why can't you be true? I love the Chuck Berry reference in uh, Back to the Future. In we have Michael J. Fox to thank for Chuck Berry's success. The Animals, number one in 64, House of the Rising Sun. Shouldn't the animals, though, have been costumed as different animals? If you're going to have a band and you're going to call yourself mm-hmm. the animals, don't one of you need to, If the village people, you know, they you know, they had the cop and you had the construction, the animals, shouldn't they have been... No. The Beatles didn't dress up as bugs. <laughs> 1973, Tony Orlando and Dawn. Number one. Sweet Gypsy Rose. Tony Orlando and Dawn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to skip forward. Melissa Manchester, you should hear how she talks about you. Number one in 82, which was a great, uh, great hit. But in 1991, I remember the first time I heard this song. And this East Coast swing sound that Boys the Men ushered in. Like, this was the first we'd heard of Boys the Men. And it just, the horns, the, like, the hip-hop, the beat, the, it was just, it really changed music. Boys to Men, ABC, BBD, the East Coast family, never skip the beat. All right, MB Prolois. Uh, doesn't really matter. Janet Jackson in 2000. Use somebody, Kings of Leon in 09. Maroon 5, Girls Like You, four years ago today. So, we, did, we, we did use this riff in our 
summer dance party lineup. Alea doesn't like it near as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Is it fair to say? She did kind of like the I'm, costumes. Though. I'm a little disappointed you played more of this song and, and none of Kings of Leon. That's, <laughs> you're passing on some good Listen music. Listen to Kings right of Leon on your own time, Sam. Well, it's not as a beat. Yeah, it doesn't have. it's Monday. I mean, a little... <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. There are two types of people in the world who say you can't make a difference in the world. Two types of people who say you can't make a difference in the world. Those who are afraid to try and those who are afraid you'll succeed. Those who are afraid to try and those who are afraid you'll succeed. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.